0: Hello everyone, my name is Danielle DeVoe, welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film and event listings on Midtown Radio. Every week we'll be chatting with about live music, comedy shows, DJ sets, burlesque and drag, movies and so much more happening this weekend in KW. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee and Neutral People, as well as the Haldimand Tract, land promised to the six nations that run six miles on each side of the Grand River, and we are grateful to be using this space this evening. As always, this show uh, is live on Lake location, and every week we check out some of the happening places in downtown Kitchener and uptown Waterloo, Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. This week, we are back at Jane Bond. And of course, Jane Bond is such an essential venue for supporting arts and culture in this community. It has art openings. It has a whole number of awesome local DJs coming through every weekend. And there's some pretty good dance parties around the place on Friday and Saturday nights. So it is definitely a go-to venue and a really important part of our local cultural scene. We're here this uh, th- this Thursday because we are interviewing DJs tonight on On The Scene. So our guests this week are DJ Good Doctor and Silent Sid, who are both regular features at Jane Bond and throughout the region in various venues. And we'll talk a bit more about some of their uh, activities in the clubs. We're gonna be chatting about what it was like returning to venues and live DJing, how they got into the biz, and a whole bunch of nerdy questions about things like obscure musical preferences, software preferences, underrated DJ moves, all kinds of things like that. So that is what is coming up uh, on Midtown Radio uh, this this evening, and of course we'll also be giving you the full roundup of this weekend's events and playing some great tunes from local musicians, including Lucas Stag, Jesse T, the McQueens, and I, the Mountain. So let's kick things off with some great local music in honor of your usual host, Allison Dijak, who is busy, busy, busy this summer with fall touring with her band Eye the mountain they've been on the festival circuit they've been everywhere but they can't be here tonight and so because allison is not here tonight um although she will be in the host chair september 29th she's coming back she is coming back to us you do just have to suffer through through me as your host for a couple of weeks but we're going to play my daughter's favorite song from Eye the Mountain. She's six, she knows all the words, she's a super fan. You're going to hear Rosa.
1: to Mariposa, this year with or without you. Oh, how time flies, you're a sight for sore. to remind gone, you're gone.
0: Rosa from I the Mountain here on Midtown Radio. Now I the Mountain are not playing anywhere locally this week but you will be able to catch them at Maxwell's next weekend for Welcome Fest alongside other great local acts like Alicia Brilla and the Brilltones, Ramsey Almighty, Vintage Flight, Rachel Hickey Band, Mandipal, Joni Narita, Junate and much much more. Head over to maxwellswaterloo.com to check out the lineup or buy tickets. And if there are any musicians in that list that you aren't familiar with and want to know more about their music, you can check out the local musician catalog on midtownradio.ca because they are all in there. They're all musicians that we play all the time and that we feature on our website. Now, our website catalog is up to about 56 musicians, and we've been building it over the past few months. But our music catalogue that we draw on for our 24-7 local music feed has over 150 local musicians. So watch for new additions in the website catalogue. But also, if you have a local musician or band either currently playing or and releasing new music, or from a past music scene, they used to be out there, they're not doing much anymore, please send us a note on Twitter or Instagram at Midtown Radio KW because we're always looking to profile new musicians and also musicians that were important to the region um, in the past decades. So keep sending us your recommendations. We've gotten some great recommendations. We've recorded them, and there are a bunch of new genres that we're going to be exploring over the next few months. So if you're just joining us, this is On the Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Danielle DeVoe, and I am here with your weekly What's On Rundown for KW. And tonight we are broadcasting from Jane Bond. So as I'm sure our listeners know, Jane Bond, awesome location for after work drinks, for dinner, but also a really important part of our cultural scene. Has a lot of great DJ nights, has uh, art openings. I saw an Ellie Anglin art show here. Years and years ago, um, I think maybe even before before my daughters were born, but it's uh, which is how I mark time now. And it was such a great experience to be here and see sort of local art up on the walls and and then to be able to come and hear local DJs uh, spinning at night. And over the next hour, we are going to be chatting with two DJs who are regular features of the Jane Bond scene, DJ Good Doctor and Silent Sid, about all things DJing. But before we get to that, let's find out what is happening this weekend. So you're very quick... What's on Rundown? In comedy this weekend, the Rusty Nail is at the Crazy Canuck, as always. On Friday night, you can catch Paul Thompson and Jared Nathan. And on Saturday, you can see Ian Sirota. In terms of festivals and markets, of course, the Kitchener Farmers Market is always on Saturday mornings. This Saturday at 11 a.m., Grand River, New Horizons... Grand River New Horizons Jazz Band is going to be performing. So if you want to hear some music while you're at the market, head upstairs around 11 to to tune in. And of course, this weekend... The Waterloo Public Square has so much going on. The Sun Life Waterloo Busker Carnival is on all weekend. It starts tonight and it goes through till Sunday. It has three stages all over uptown. And there are carnival rides. There's all the carnival food that will make you ill. If you eat it, then go on the carnival rides. And there are acrobats and magicians and musicians. It's going to be a great time. And so I I think and Saturday is going to be a gorgeous day. So definitely get out there for buskers. This is their first time back during the pandemic, so it's going to be a huge weekend, I am sure. As we've seen, people really missed live performances, live events, live festivals. And Friday night, uh, coinciding with Buskerfest, uh, on uh, Willis Way is going to be the last art market of the season. So stop in at Willis Way and see some of the different um, art that uh, local crafters and artists have have brought. And you can, my recommendation, although it's an unpopular one because it's only August, start your Christmas shopping to get local art. In film, the Apollo has a, has a, weekend of of great films as well bodies 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 marcel the shell with shoes on vixens and tees burlesque where the crawdads sing and then two installments of where were you in 92 death becomes her and sister act the princess original in uptown is showing both sides of the blade dazed and confused paris texas the territory and twilight and the princess twin is showing carmen fall Fire of Love, Funny Pages, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, and The Duke. And in music, Friday night at a Kitchener, you can catch Justin Mackey. At Babylon Sisters, DJ Bain, Bain is spill, spinning R&B. At Descendants, you can catch DKR. At Duke of Wellington, you can catch Lucas Stag. At Jane Bond, every Friday, and this Friday as well, DJ 88. At Maxwell's, uh, Jesse T and Griffin Brothers are playing. At Rich Uncle Tavern, they've got their, on the patio, Burnett, Connors uh, in the evening, and then later that night, Friday Empire in the Tavern. And TWB, in its continuing uh, concert series, has Sarah Rose. Vogelsang Green has the Sunset Session pop-up concert at 8 p.m. It's a pay-what-you-can performance uh, with uh, Champa and Courtyard. Then on Saturday night in music, Homer Watson is playing at A-Burb Kitchener. Cameron and Cameron are playing at a Waterloo. In the afternoon, Johnny B is playing at the Duke of Wellington. The McQueens are playing in the evening at the Duke of Wellington. At Falls Road, the boys and I are playing an unplugged set. At Guanahita Market, or Restaurant uh, at 8 p.m., The Tango Night class is at 8pm. Dance from 9 to 12pm and you can get tickets for that. They're $20 to $30. So if you don't know how to tango, don't let that stop you. Just go early and take the dance class and then dance the night away. At Jane Bond, we have the vinyl retentives. At McCabe's Kitchener, there's the Summer Ender Bender with Mary Six Travesty and Great Dane. At Rich Uncle Tavern, we've got Michael Darcy on the patio in the Tavern. Uh, there's no later, uh, late, later in the evening show for music because they have a great event that we're going to talk about in a few minutes, which uh, which is Troy Boy Entertainment presents Kings and Queens. So at the Rich Uncle Tavern, 9 p.m. Tickets for that are $35. And on Sunday, the Rich Uncle Tavern also has Sex Toy Bingo if that's something that uh, you've been missing. Uh, Also on Sunday in the afternoon, Strikers is playing Stella and Carter, and uh, the Duke of Wellington has their Almost Serious on Sunday evening, and those are all of our events listings for this weekend, so lots to do, lots to see, go check it out. So, just before we get to our feature interview, we're just going to hear another song. We're going to hear from Lucas Stag Group, which are of course a fixture of the Kitchener Waterloo music scene. And Lucas Stag playing a lot of live shows uh, over the the course of the summer, and just a really fun performer to see. So, head out and check it out if you can. But for a taste of what you get, here is Lucas Stag Group with lipstick.
2: Out my head's like the six o'clock news Over and over around, I'm singing the blues I lose all confidence Just looking at you Look at you Look at you Where did we go wrong I caught you in the mirror Throwing lipstick on. Where did we go wrong I can't stand to go out Nothing to say, leaving me wallow, ruining the day, endlessly trying to get things just right. Not tonight, not tonight. Where do we go wrong? I caught you in the me with throwing lipstick. Where do we go wrong? I can't stand to go out this way. How could you do it, baby? How could you be so cruel? All the time that you played me You took me straight back to school clown I'll grab those goofy lips and I'll drag them round town an unholy spectacle for all to see look at me ma look at me where do we go wrong I caught you in the mirror throwing lipstick on where do we go wrong I can't stand to go out this way Can't stand to go out this way I can't stand to go out this way
0: that was Lucas Stag Group with Lipstick and they are playing at the Duke of Wellington on Friday night from 8 to 11 p.m. so you can go check them out, that staple of the Kitchener music scene and one of the first groups I encountered actually when I moved here. Little fun side note. So, now... The excitement is building. We are interviewing DJs. I'm sure they have such interesting things to say. Ordinarily, men of so little words. Uh, (laughs) Our guests tonight are Derek Rydell, a.k.a. DJ Good Doctor, and Ryan Hovinga, a.k.a. Silent Sid. So thanks so much for coming in tonight, guys.
3: Thanks for having us. (laughs) So
0: I wasn't going to ask this question, and then someone asked it before we got on the air, and then I said, don't answer that. So your DJ names, where did those come from? Uh, uh, Sid, go ahead. Uh, or Ryan.
4: Well, I've actually had Sid as a nickname for a long time. Like that actually came out of grade school. Uh, I used to write uh, fictional stories about a fake rock band, and, and uh, I, I based Sid into my character. Uh, I got Sid from uh, Sid Barrett to Pink Floyd, uh, and then Silent just sort of came in just because I'm like typically a sort of quiet person, and it just uh, I don't know, it just it just seemed to work, and then juxtaposition with the fact that you generally play loud music, I thought it was a good idea to, to, to add that in there.
0: Mm, the tragic story of Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Derek, where's your name from?
3: Uh, uh, well, I kind of took it from, I'm a big uh, Hunter S. Thompson fan, and uh, he refers to himself occasionally as the good doctor. My initials are DR, so I was like, hey. That works. Yeah, I viewed you know a name when I first got my first gig, so I was like, "We'll just, we'll just go with that." So that's pretty much it. That, that was it. It's a Hunter Thompson reference mainly.
0: Nice. Liter- there's been a few DJs who have had literary references as their their origin stories. Um, so, on the topic of origin stories, how did you get into DJing? What, what made you decide on that particular life lifestyle choice?
4: Uh, well, I started back in like 2001, and I was more of a uh, and I still do it. It's more like a house, house music and techno. Uh, I had a residency at, uh, the, at the Purple Room, uh, which used to be Inside Revolution, which is, isn't around anymore. Um, so i was been doing that for quite a few years. And then I was kind of off for a while. And in about 2016, uh, I was asked if, uh, if I wanted to DJ here. And uh, I think initially they were, had the, I don't know for sure, but I think they had the idea that I was going to do house. And then I realized that they had turntables here, and I'm just like, you oh, know, I kind of want to get my records back out again. And uh, so I'm just, just basically getting a selection of like my favorite stuff from the '60s to '90s, and uh, been incorporating that into more of my sets now. when I specifically when I play the Bond, so. Mm.
0: So you like just being able to like offload a whole bunch of heavy stuff into a club, and then have to take it out at the end of night, carrying in heavy boxes of records.
4: Yeah. See, that's the odd thing as well because, like, back when I started, like again, in, like 2001, it was like total opposite. It was like house and techno. It was all vinyl, and for like rock, uh, you know, at least in North America, the production of vinyl was pretty much non-existent. And now it's the total opposite. When I do house gigs, you know, I play off a USB stick, and uh, I, I and here I have to I, I, I carry a crate of records. So mm-hmm. it's kind of weird how that worked out.
0: So. Yeah. And so. Uh what's your what's your musical style before we move on to Derek what what do you prefer uh... well
4: here I really like to mix it up like I said it's like usually between the 60s and 90s but I think I like to center more on funk and uh... quirky pop melodies Uh, just for me it's all about groove and which again that came out of that came out of playing house and house more than anything so
0: cool and Derek how did you get into DJing uh, well,
3: I mean, I always wanted to be in a band and was never that good at any instrument. <laughs> so uh, I thought, you know, but uh, being a big music fan, I, uh, you know, I, r- I really liked music and thought, hey, you know, being a DJ would be would be pretty cool. And I had a friend who was DJing here one night about five years or so ago. Uh, and he said, hey, why don't you jump on with me and do a night? And uh, the, the rest was history. And from there, it just kind of, kept going and yeah so
0: that sounds terrifying <laughs> terrifying hey just why don't you just do this and a bunch of people will hear you doing it
3: it was it was, it was nerve-wracking at first but uh, it was something I always wanted to try and I found that I really liked it especially when uh, I like the challenge of getting people to dance mm. I, I really like uh, watching the bar and you know okay that table over there is They've had a few drinks, and they're tapping their toes and bobbing their heads. I'm like, okay, now let's, let's really hit them with a, with, with a banger or a tune and uh, see if I can get them up out of their seats. And, yeah. So it's a challenge. It's, yeah. but that's, uh,
0: And what music are you tending to draw on the most?
3: The most, uh, I'm a, I'm a re- I consider myself a retro DJ, so I do mainly 80s, 90s. I do a little bit of 70s uh, and a little bit of early 2000s, uh, but I'm all over the map. I mean, this, this month, we, I just did a Clash Spotlight. <laughs> and next month, it's going to be an ABBA Spotlight. So I'm kind of all over the place, but anything from like the 70s through to mainly the 90s. Yeah.
0: And so obviously, a lot has changed in the past couple of years. But prior to the pandemic, what was your experience of the sort of the DJ scene in KW? How would you have described it if I'd have asked you this question three years ago?
4: Jeez, uh, hard to say. You want to answer that one? That's a, <laughs> I'm sure. Throw it to me.
3: You know what? Um, yeah, I'm not, you know what? I'm not too sure what this scene was like. I mean, it's, there's a lot of a lot of great DJs out there, um, but I've, I found personally there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of retro stuff going on. I found it's a lot of modern stuff. Uh, I found it was a lot of commercial. Yeah, very very much commercial stuff. And uh, yeah, I. I think there's yeah, like, no shade on any of the other DJs around the city, but yeah, it was, it was kind of, there was a lot of the same stuff going on around it, at, at the same bars and the same clubs. and
4: uh. Yeah. And I think playing here specifically, I mean, I think the bond more than anything is like just very conducive to, to both our styles. So
3: Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is interesting because a lot of the places where it would have been more commercial didn't survive the pandemic. Right. Whereas Jane Bond is still going. The Bond so. was interesting
4: during the pandemic because we <laughs> had, we, like, we obviously had, you know, we did get to play a little bit, but I mean, it was obviously to, you know, the, the, the population was obviously cut down considerably. Uh, and also the fact that they couldn't dance it made it even more difficult. So it was kind of funny because there'd be like times when you're playing something particularly moving and you know that they're into it and you mm-hmm. see them like, you know, they just, they're like shimmying in their chair and then sometimes they're just, you know, they've had too many drinks and they just automatically just start getting up, you know, and then you would have like, you know, Zach the bartender would kind of reprimand them, you know, you can't do that unfortunately Um, I I got to a point where I was actually making a game out of it where I was just like, let's see if I can get them up and then I'd be be like, it's kind of like good cop, bad cop, I would like play the good music they would dance and then Zach would go over and reprimand them and it would just sort of go back and forth the entire night. It was kind of funny, so.
3: Yeah, I remember at one point playing to, like, ten people. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, we could only have ten people in here, and it was like, it was heartbreaking. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, you did it too, I believe. And it was definitely a challenge, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But it was like, we loved doing it, you know, and just wanted to keep kind of the somewhat momentum going, I guess, you know. Yeah. Because when everything did shut down, it was it was kind of tough because, you know, this is... Uh, Kind of a release' that's it's fun for me you know it's it's just a, it's just a it's more than just a hobby you know it's a really a passion um, and I like uh, you know like seeing people dance like giving people a good time and when everything shut down it was it was a little rough at first so
4: it was still fun but it was still it was a bit scary to think how long is this gonna go on for you know
1: yeah
0: yeah how does it feel to be back then
4: it feels amazing to be back yeah it's awesome I mean I mean, I always look either, either way, I've always looked forward to when my, whenever my nights were, and uh, like now more so than ever. So,
3: yeah, I found since being back, going up to full capacity, people coming out, being more comfortable around everybody, uh, really happy to be dancing, it, it, it really makes your night when people come up and go, we haven't done this. It's been two years since we've been able to do this. This was such an awesome night, and, and that's why I love doing it. I, I love creating a party. I love creating an atmosphere. And when people come in and have a good time and they just enjoy the music and
4: Yeah, and just that absence. I mean, they're, when they're here now, like they're 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 here to party. Yeah, for they're sure. they're ready but, to go. They're ready to go. Like know, sometimes
3: it, it used to be like where it, it took ah, it took a few hours to get into it, and now it's like, nah, they'll come in the door
0: So do you feel like I mean, it's interesting. I, it only occurred to me as we were talking this issue of commercial venues that, you know, some of these venues closed down like district previously abstract closed mm-hmm. down some of the other bigger clubs closed down but the kind of alternative or independent venues seem to have survived you know what do you what do you think you sort of saw it because you're very fam- you were still working occasionally during the pandemic you know what what were alternative venues doing to survive in the pandemic what what allowed them to keep going other than just blood sweat and tears maybe um, just blood sweat and tears
4: well i think i think definitely the food service here yeah, that absolutely. that definitely kept them going. Where when everybody else was closing down, so.
3: I think they have a really good clientele too. Like they have a really devoted crowd that comes here that
4: loves the Jane Bond. That devoted and diverse. I mean, yeah, like the, a, the age the age group is is all over the map. You know, kind of the same with our music. It's just like you know, like like teenagers up to like you know, like you know, fifteen and over. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting spot, you know. On on any given night, some nights there'll be a lot of university students at Jane Bond, but that's not every night, and that's mm. not everyone. And so, when the universities were virtual, that was still okay. People could still people could still support Jane Bond. So, I mean, I think there's
4: like things too that there was with a lot of those those like so-called commercial clubs. There's a traininess to it, which you know, after a while, people tend to uh, people get you know get tired of it really quick. Whereas you kind of know what to expect when you're here at the Bond, and um, no matter if, you know, you're here every week or, you know, it's been like a couple of years since you've been here, you always know what to expect, I think, for the most part. It's very comfortable for people. And
3: it's great to see the, uh, you can see a, someone in their early 20s dancing to the same song as someone in, you know, their 50s or their 40s. It's, it's a very diverse group of people, and like, but it's like, you know, Everybody just here to have a good time. and
0: Living on a prayer knows no <laughs> age bounds. It's, tr- it's true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is true.
0: <laughs> so last question before we go to a song, and then we'll come back and chat some more. But, you know, we're here at Jane Bond. You both play at Jane Bond. Where else do you play in town?
4: Uh, well, actually, this weekend on Saturday, um, I'm actually playing in Toronto on a, uh, at a boat cruise. Uh, the Empress of Canada, it's for uh, Denim Entertainments, uh, it's from friend, my friend Cam, he's based out of Kitchener, uh, it's his 10th anniversary party, so uh, it's like, uh, the top half is like house DJs and the bottom half are jungle DJs, uh, like another local DJ, uh, Uncle Doobie from the uh, Soldier Sessions would we'll be playing as well, so that's uh, 12 to 5 and it uh, docks off of... Uh, Eleven Polson Street, just off where the docks used to be. So, uh, but apart from that, I don't really de- do really DJ any other venues uh, like uh, like uh, Derek does here. So
3: myself, uh, other than here, I'm usually at Sugar Run once, sometimes twice a month, which is downtown Kitchener. Great little uh, speakeasy. Uh, hidden bar uh, and we have a good time there uh, but though, here and here in sugar run are the two main ones and sometimes i I'll, I'll, I'll pop up and uh, September 16th I'll be at Babylon sister on uh, for a Friday night retro night and uh, yeah and there's a I just had recently had a meeting with another place that I might might be doing something at I don't know if I should say anything about it right now but <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you might see me around in another place pretty soon.
0: We might see him around. Watch the socials <laughs> yeah. for big uh, DJ Good Doctor announcements. So we're going to hear a song from the McQueens, who are playing at the Duke of Wellington this Saturday night. And we are going to hear their single, I Wonder.
5: Box and I'm filling up with all my stuff Deciding what will go and what will stay The next city the list that Leslie gave me The soundtrack to a young crazy Will keep me company as I drive away With my whole life packed in the car I haven't even touched the gas And it already feels too far
1: Oh, my heart's a mess check that review one last time as I'm leaving I'm leaving I'm leaving
5: all behind I was never pushed but I could feel the pull to let my heart make all the rules except when it comes time to pay the rent mile one full of tears and by mile two i'm shifting gears all i need to see is what's ahead they say there are no guarantees but i'm still chasing down this tree
0: Welcome back. This is Danielle DeVoe for On The Scene, and I am here at Jane Bond interviewing two awesome local DJs, DJ Good Doctor and Silent Sid. Now, Derek, who aka DJ Good Doctor, now might be a time to announce that uh, we actually have a pretty exciting Midtown Radio Jane Bond DJ collaboration coming up. Yes. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience of that so far and and, uh, and what, uh, what we can expect in the future?
3: Uh, well, uh, the last couple uh, DJ nights I've had here at the Bond, uh, this previous one from this past Saturday... Uh, and the one before that, we streamed live here on Midtown on Saturday nights. Uh, they seem to be a pretty good success. So it it, it appears that we will be doing more of that uh, come September and highlighting some more DJs.
0: Yeah, and I, I think we're pretty excited. We've always had DJ uh, sets on Midtown Radio, but I and I guess this is... You joined Midtown Radio during the pandemic. I so did, I did. you will have a been doing what DJs have been doing on Midtown Radio, which is pretending you're DJing in your house and (laughs) recording your set and then putting it on midtownradio.ca. What was that experience like?
3: Uh, You know what? I mean, it came around at uh, just the right time. Uh, A lot of uh, DJs that I know and would go see in Toronto and Hamilton, they were all doing online stuff. I'm not the most technical guy, and I actually didn't really want to do the online stuff because, again, I find what I love about DJing is the interaction with the crowd, with the bar, with the bartenders. And when you're live streaming, you can't really see it. But I remember sitting there and watching them being like, you know, I wish I was actually doing something. Uh, And yeah, the Midtown came up and said, are you interested in just doing a two-hour mix? And I thought, you know what? Yeah, let's do that. Let's kind of get back into it and uh, yeah it it came around at the right time and and kept me busy and kind of kept the the dj juices flowing so i wasn't uh you know
0: and so obviously on a saturday night from 10 to p.m. to 2 a.m. we would rather that people were at Jane Bond dancing <laughs> but if they can't be it is kind of a fun it's fun to imagine people at home listening to the music that's streaming at Jane Bond and dancing in their living rooms and having a great time
3: absolutely it's uh like throwback to the 90s when uh, they used to do that on on the edge I don't think it was called the edge in the 90s but what 102.1 yeah. yeah, it was still the, um, It was Martin Streak, was it not? Martin Streak?
4: Well, I don't know about the DJs Did He, do, do, he did a live, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Sure. I actually know. listened to it in the 80s, if I can recall. So, I don't know. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Something like that.
0: <laughs> so anyway, we encourage you to listen to Midtown Radio Friday and dance. Saturday nights because there are pre-recorded DJ sets that are awesome and you can, if you're having a party, you can just put that on. It'll be like you're at a dance club. But also, coming up, watch for it this fall, our new season is launching the third week of September and you can probably expect in the next few weeks uh, more and more frequent use of our live broadcasting capability late at night from uh, Jane Bond when we will be broadcasting some of their DJs live.
3: Yeah, have, have some drinks in the living room and dance around if, you, if you're afraid to dance in public. <laughs> dance around the living room or the kitchen. Closer Or wherever you are, because I guess it's, you know, whatever device you listen on.
0: <laughs> so, I promised the listeners that we would have some nerd questions, and maybe right. we'll pivot to those now. So, what DJing software do you use and why?
4: Uh, I don't really use the software for for DJing here. When I when I when I play house and techno, it's uh, I don't know pretty much whatever the clubs have. But I I'm, I don't really have a preference. I do like uh, do like Serato, and I do like Recordbox. But uh, I don't I, I don't really have a preference for either. So so
0: you can just use whatever's there, and you're like, oh, I'll figure it out.
4: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's a good thing about vinyl. There's no software whatsoever, right? <laughs> so just. Just the needle, and there you go, so...
0: Yeah. Derek?
4: I use a uh, tractor. Yeah. I use tractor and a tractor
3: controller. Uh, I used to do vinyl. When I first started out, I, I I did vinyl, and then I got extremely sick of digging out my vinyl every, like, a couple <laughs> weeks, and then, because I'm very anal, I need to put, you know, the bands in alphabetical order and chronological release, and then the singles come in, so... And I got sick of having to do that every every couple of weeks. So, yeah, I I do I use Tractor, Tractor.
0: I once saw a New Yorker cartoon uh that uh had someone standing in front of their vinyl collection and said, "I got into vinyl for the expense and the inconvenience." <laughs> and that uh I've
4: seen that one. Is maybe
0: maybe representative of your experience, but also there's nothing that sounds better than that crackly beautiful sound.
3: Vinyl is pretty uh Vinyl is still pretty cool. <laughs>
0: so when you're building a show how how much pre-planning do you do how do you figure out what kind of your do you have like a narrative arc that you're going for in terms of what you're what you're deciding to play and when are you feeding off the 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 room or do you know kind of going in what you want to do
4: i do most of my stuff off the fly i mean there's some stuff usually like the opening hours when 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 people are still sort of chilling out and just sort of finishing their dinner and stuff, I'll uh, I'll take a look. I have a uh, I have a ca- I have a calendar that has like all the uh, the release dates of particular albums. So if I have some, I'll grab those and I'll play that within the first hour or whatnot. Um, because I'm playing vinyl, I'm, I'm limited to you know approximately seven records that I can I can put in my crate. Uh, so I try to keep it at no more than uh, one per artist. Uh, with the exception of David Bowie, because he's got, because his style is like, it varies so much throughout the years that I can get away with two Bowie albums for a night. So
0: rules don't apply to David Bowie. Never,
4: he sets the rules.
0: How do you build your shows?
3: I don't. I go in absolutely cold. I kind of look around and I go, well, I don't know. Let's try this song and and see where we go. Because like I said, part of what I love about DJing, and DJing in bars specifically as opposed to clubs is clubs people come to drink and dance. Bars people don't always come to dance so the challenge is like I said it's I'll come in and I might have a song and I'm like ah, this I heard this today let's start out with this uh, but it's just it's kind of reading the room looking around seeing that it's like oh, okay they're, they're kind of digging the 90s vibes right now the, the alternative I don't know they they want to hear ABBA or you know they, they, they they're feeling the 80s new wave stuff and then once I can feel out the crowd it's just finding those those songs to to get them up and and uh, and get them dancing so yeah i like the challenge of it but absolutely no preparation just fly by the seat of my pants
0: someone walks in in acid wash jeans and you say i know i know what to play for you
3: (laughs) yeah yeah. i got it right here
0: (laughs) what's your your best moment uh your best djing moment That you remember, where, when was like you you did it? You broke through. You got them up, or something that was really satisfying. Other than like everyone singing "Living on a Prayer," maybe that more. Maybe that's it. Maybe that is the best that there is.
4: Uh, I think that would have been pretty recent, actually. It was only a couple. I think not last month, but the month previous. Uh, I got here early because I usually grab something to eat before I go on, and it, it was busy. But everyone was out in the patio. There was nobody in the main room and then approximately nine o'clock two people two guys came in with these balloons and they're like can we have our uh we're thinking about having a bachelorette can we have it here and the staff's like yeah sure and i'm just like i have my head in my hands i'm thinking oh god they're gonna last like all the songs that i don't have i'm gonna be the bad guy for the entire night and it turned out to be the total opposite like they were digging everything I was playing like i had like LL Cool j and i think i dropped king tut by steve martin and and uh Abba going out of the wazoo, it was fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, that, and and it was like from 10, from ten o'clock till they closed. It was like packed with everyone up on the up on their feet. It was uh, it was amazing. And um, for me, it's, I find that like particularly challenging because like uh, Derek is he's, he's actually a lot better at for this place for get, for for getting people like, consistently on the floor, whereas. Be there. I think the reward through the groove for it more than anything else. So, so to have that happen was like I thought. I thought that was fantastic. So,
0: okay, Derek, big moments.
4: Uh, jeez, Um,
3: you know, we did. Uh, actually, when we did the New Year's Eve, uh, 2019 into 2020, we did that here. It was me and uh, DJ88 who DJ's here on Friday nights. Uh, it was a laser, uh, laser disco. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was pretty wild. We had lasers shooting across the ceiling. It was jam-packed with people in here. It was probably one of the more wild New Year's I've ever had. That was that was pretty awesome. Uh, I've done a couple of 90s nights here that have gotten just bonkers out of control with wall-to-wall people where it's like, I think, I think we're at capacity here. I don't think we can let anybody in. And just sm- small things make my night, too, like always stick out. Like, nothing's better than when you have a room full of people all singing along and it's like, here comes the chorus. I'm gonna kill the volume, and everybody's gonna sing along. Mm -hmm. It it makes my night when you can do that. So, Uh,
0: and just quickly, what's uh, next shows? I know so you've got an ABBA night coming up in a couple of weeks.
3: Yeah, I got uh, September seventeenth. I'm here. Uh, It's I call it Boogie Nights. It's sounds of the '70s, so it's all sorts of '70s music, all different genres. But I'm also featuring an ABBA spotlight. Uh, the 16th, the night before, I'll be at Babylon Sister doing a uh, a retro all over the map, and uh, yeah, and then actually the Labor Day long weekend, the Sunday, I believe it's the fourth, I'll be at uh, Sugar Run doing a retro rewind, which is 70s,
4: 80s, 90s, early 2000s.
0: Great, and Sid, where are you? Ryan, I guess. Yeah, Silent Silence, Sid. I've whichever. Got,
4: <laughs> I've got the Base Waves boat cruise, which I'd mentioned before. That's happening uh, uh, on Saturday, at 12 p.m. And then uh, my next two nights here at Gene Bond will be September 10th and October 8th.
0: Great. Well, thank you to my guests, Derek Rydell, I, A.K.A. Doc, uh, DJ Good Doctor, and Ryan Hovinga, o, A.K.A. Silent Sid. Awesome to chat with you guys, and looking forward to all your great DJing over the next couple of months.
4: Well, thank you very much. Thank you.
0: So we're going to quickly hear from another performer who's playing all over the place in the region right now. This is Jessie T, and I mentioned this last week. She has been busy about the region uh, this summer, and you can catch Jessie uh, again uh, this weekend. She is playing Friday night at Maxwell's.
5: Pay the rent Mile one Full of tears And by mile two I'm shifting gears All I need to see Is what's ahead They say There are no Guarantees
0: Danielle DeVoe. You're listening to On The Scene. For those of us of you who are listening carefully, I did accidentally play that Jessie T song two times in a row. I apologize, but she's so fun. I hope you enjoyed It, it gives you a chance to learn the words so you can sing along Friday night when you go see her. So that is it for us tonight from On The Scene. I want to thank our sponsors, Downtown Kitchener BIA and the Uptown Waterloo BIA. They have brought this show to you and have allowed us to create our weekly event listing. So if you go to midtownradio.ca, you scroll halfway down the homepage, you can see last week's episode of, or listen to last week's episode of On The Scene, and you can see our events calendar. And that has a detailed listing of all of the music, the comedy, the films, the stage shows uh, that you can see around town special thanks to Jane Bond for hosting us tonight and to DJ Good Doctor and Silent Sid for being our guests and tune in next week for another show highlighting all of the great arts and culture events happening around town if you have events you can submit them to us or if you want to get in touch in any way reach out on Twitter or Instagram at Midtown Radio KW or email us at Midtown Radio KW at gmail.com as we wrap up here, I just want to remind you that this weekend is Buskerfest. It is back. I walked through uptown to get here tonight and There are some great rides set up. There are some great food vendors. I saw a man in a bowler hat, which I can only assume means that he is a busker because no one else wears bowler hats. No one else has any use for them, but they do hold a lot of loose change and small bills. So please head down to Busker Fest. It's the first time back from the pandemic. And uh, it's just so great to be able to get back out into the community and hearing local music, going and hearing local DJs, uh, actually being permitted to dance in venues while DJs play, and of course, all of our great festivals back uh, in full swing again this summer, it's been a fantastic summer for art and culture in the region. Uh, I am Danielle DeVoe, this is On The Scene, and I will catch up with you again next week.